Hey guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be on this big blue marble we call planet Earth. What is happening, everyone? What is today? It is the 16th. I am, uh, first off, let me just say to everybody, I apologize for not throwing out any episodes in a timely fashion. I've been just so working. I, I've just been caught up in a lot of work and a, and a lot of drama. So I'm a little bit slow in getting into back into the swing of things. So bear with me. Um, and again, today I got more big things I got to do. I'm actually um, planning on taking a trip. So I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. Let's just get right to the headlines. There is also one story I do want to touch base with. Where is it? If I can find it. God damn, I had it. Oh, yeah. It, it's. I'm going back to the whole hypocrisy of, of politicians and their whole 180 on handling their uh, failed policies. So now they're flipping the script. I got a story coming out of, locally out of KPIX, CBS affiliate. And uh, Gavin Newsom now all of a sudden wants to tackle the homeless issue by starting up uh, mental health courts or, or something like that. And I don't know, the stupid mayor of Oakland, she's getting involved and she's flipping the script on the whole, you know, issue of homelessness. And, you know, now all of a sudden they have compassion and, you know, they want to take care of the business. Basically, they want to clean up the streets before November. You know what I mean? So I do want to uh, let you listen to that one. We'll get to that in a minute, but real quick with the headlines um, this morning. And uh, right from the post, it just says, ready for war. I'm just uh, waking up to this. I haven't been following it the last couple of days. Again, I've been busy, but it looks like it's escalating. I could be wrong. I don't know. You, you guys probably know better than I do. But this says right here, right off the top, ready for war. Blinken says NATO prepared for conflict as U.S. Embassy accuses Russia of war crime. Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I was seeing a lot of video. I, I have to be honest, I don't like watching that video. I don't like seeing people in misery. I don't get off on watching tragedy. I don't get off on watching um, genocide, I guess you can say. As far as I'm concerned, Putin is no different than Hitler. So I, I just kind of, I don't know, I, I just... It, I should be more informed because it is escalating to the point where we all need to be concerned about how this can affect us. Because when they start, I, I heard something that I, hopefully we'll, we'll, maybe we'll find the story, but I guess Putin went ahead and green lighted uh, an attack on a nuclear facility and it's on fire. I guess this happened late last night. And uh, I don't know. That's not good. When you start attacking nuclear facilities, that's that is that is something we all need to be concerned about. That's a madman. That's a crazy guy. So, you know, if he goes any far west into like Poland or any of those other um, those other um, NATO states, I I just don't want to think about it. To be honest with you. <laughs> so let me, let me just go ahead and, and let's see if we can find something else. I, I mean, don't worry. I'll. I'll I'll keep you updated on any type of Ukrainian Russian news that needs to be out there. I think we all know what's going on, so I'm not going to delve too much into it. I mean, I got my opinions, of course. I think we all do. I'm just going to go right to the headlines, and then I want to play this this news report with the hypocrisy of, of my California <laughs> leaders. Uh, it says right here, here we go. It's, Ukrainian women uh, do claim that Russian troops are raping women in seized city. 
That's a headline. Ukrainian nuke operator says, management at seized plant is working at gunpoint. Jesus. Mm. Student 22 leaves business school to, quote-unquote, kill as many Russians as possible in native Ukraine. Wow. You know, I've seen a lot of pictures with kids that are, uh, they're just kids. Kids with guns. It's Putin's putting fucking arms in, in kids' hands. And you may say, oh, well, you know, hey, man, you know, Zelensky, he's doing that with all his people. He's telling, telling men, women, and children, you know, to bear arms against the Russian troops. Well, of course, hell yeah. I mean, that's a totally different, you know, you're on the defense, you know what I mean? But, I mean, Putin doesn't need to do that. I mean, I was hearing stories that many of these people, they were going into Ukraine thinking they were going in on a peace mission if I'm not mistaken. And then they were they found out later that they were ordered to go and kill as many people as possible. And a lot of this, these kids are just, you know, putting down their, their firearms. Or they were punching holes in the tank's um, gas tank to prevent them from, you know, driving any further. So there is this sense of, of not, not wanting to fight from Russian troops, especially the younger ones. I think if you're a Russian troop and you're going over there to kill people, I mean, you're a murderous son of a bitch, you know what I mean? You have no soul or no conscience. <clears throat> Hold on a second. <clears throat> God damn. Mm. <clears throat> I've been having a lot of cold air. Every time I sleep in cold air, oh, my throat kind of backs up. I try to clear it, but it just keeps coming back. So I apologize. But yeah, um, yeah, th these young guys are just finding out that, you know, they're not going there for a peace mission. They're going over there to basically kill people indiscriminately. You know? Many of these, uh, you know, I'm hearing they're using cluster bombs on, on the civilian population. That's wild. If you don't know what a cluster bomb is, that's what basically where a bomb is detonated. Oh, oh, in a certain area, and it shoots out explosive uh, shrapnel. Uh, it just spreads out even more explosive, so it just kind of just takes out a whole widespread area. Kind of like a, a shotgun, how a shotgun blasts, you know what I mean? That's kind of what it is. It, it's horrible. And they're doing it on the people. It's not strategic, you know what I mean? It's not a military strategic operation. It's just... You know, destroy the cities, man. It's genocide. It's barbaric. It's crazy, man. But I digress. I'm, I'm derailing again. Um, former Chargers Ohio State offensive tackle dead at 40. Hmm. Shane Olivia. Oh, God. Here we go with the adverts. My apologies if you hear it. It just says, Shane Olivia, a former of offensive tackle for the Chargers and Ohio State, has died, the Chargers announced Thursday in a press release. Uh, he was 40 years old. Hmm. Olivia played with the Buckeyes between 2000 and 2003, including the team's 2002 national championship run. He was selected by the Chargers in the seventh round of the 2004 NFL draft and became a central figure of the offense. Over the four seasons he played in the league, he started all but seven regular season games. Following his fourth season with the Chargers, Olivia was cut from the team after entering the Betty Ford Center in Rancho Mirage 
California. He spent 89 days in the rehabilitation center to combat an opioid addiction he developed during his rookie season. Hmm. It doesn't say how he, what he died of. Hold on a second. It just goes on about his whole career. It doesn't say anything about his cause of death. Um. Hmm. And it gives you this whole bag. I mean, you're giving me a whole bunch of background of his career, and that's fine. I mean, it's good to know who a person is and remember him. But I mean, if, shouldn't you know <laughs> what what it's all about? I mean, it just said the very last line. You have to go all the way to the bottom of the article, and it says, "As of Friday morning, the cause of de- of his death has not been released." It's this whole long article. Why didn't they just say that? I, I, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. I don't want to get into a history lesson. No offense to the guy, but gee whiz, man. Come on. Stop it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know if you're just trying to fill space. I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, th- this was kind of weird seeing that video of Pelosi. It just says, Pelosi favors banning all Russian oil imports in into the United States. Funny. These Democrats are all for banning the oil from Russia, but they have no alternative plan. You know what I mean? Oh, what, we're going to get some solar panels up and we'll get some windmills going? Are you kidding me? You got all the fucking oil in the world you need. You got more than you can get from these guys. But they don't want to drill. They don't want to tap into their into our own resources. It's crazy, man. Joe Biden and these Democrats are fucking stupid, man. Either they're stupid or they're deviants. They don't want to do what's best for the people. All they have to do is flip a switch and then start, you know, start up, you know, getting that Keystone XL. Start getting that going so that you can get that operating. All of our resources are, is right here. We got gas prices. I just seen the other day gas prices were at, what was it, $5.59 a gallon? LA, it's like somewhere in six bucks a gallon. Are you kidding me? I had to put some gas. I put 40 bucks in my tank. <laughs> I put 40 bucks in my tank yesterday. There was hardly shit in it. Fucking nuts, man. You know, and then I heard something else with our stupid governor. All he has to do, he can literally just suspend all this gas tax that they put on us, you know, for like potholes that never get filled. That's a, that's a whole nother story. He's got a, he, he can take away, he can suspend the gas tax California has. That would alleviate 51 cents a gallon. 51 cents a gallon he can alleviate by suspending the gas tax. Gavin Newsom, right? Nancy Pelosi's nephew in, 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 through marriage. <laughs> That's who we're dealing with, man. These, these fucking elitists that don't even care about the normal guy they want they want us to fucking struggle with gas they they want us all in electric vehicles and on bicycles it's amazing and now pelosi says oh okay i'm gonna uh you know i I, I want to uh suspend all russian oil imports or ban them really i wonder why that is all of a sudden she has some sort of change of heart why hmm is it maybe because uh, she's diverting her 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 stocks and bonds, or her you know you know what I'm saying? She's she's got other interests. 
You know what I mean? Maybe she's diverting her, you know, all the money she made off of Pfizer or whatever, you know, off the off the vaccine makers. Now she's going into the oil industry. She's taking all those funds and diverting it. And then once they ban all the Russian oil imports, then Shell and Chevron and Valero and all their, their stocks will, you know, start going up. And then she'll make more money. I bet it has something to do with inside trading. That's all I'm saying. She said, I mean, she's already proven that she made 30 mil. I think there was an article from, I think it was from the New York Post about her making 30 mil for insider trading. <laughs> she is a scumbag, man. And and seeing her stupid look on her face and she's always fucking around with her teeth and her mouth. I don't know what the hell she's doing. Like she's chewing tobacco or something. She's all, you know, Right behind Biden during that, you know, State of the Union. She looked like a hawk. <laughs> you know what I mean? She looked like she was in for the kill. Her and that other dopey Vice President Kamala Harris. They look like a couple old buzzards looking looking to pick at fucking Biden's corpse. <laughs> and she's sitting there fucking with her mouth and her, her loose dentures or whatever the hell her problem is. Or maybe she's on coke and she's just tripping out. I don't know. Nancy Pelosi, man, I'm shaking my head to that bitch, man. She's, she has to go. But I digress. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, I Weird mood. I'm all over the place. Um, Let's go. Let's scroll down a little bit more. Yeah, here, where is it at? Here it is. Supreme Court restores death sentence for Boston Marathon bomber. This just came out. This is, uh, oh, God, that's right. That's right, Dan. You had to pick the New York Times. They want a dollar for me. <laughs> Tell you, the New York Times, such a rag. They're like they're they're like panhandlers. I I, I would never give them a dollar. They're not worth a dollar. So it if there's a side, well, hold on a second. Let's go to CNBC. They're not going to. Fleece me for a dollar. It just says the United States Supreme Court on Friday reinstated the death penalty sentence imposed on a Boston Marathon bomber. Uh, does what? Oh, I forgot how to pronounce it. Tazakar Tazarinev. You, you guys remember his name? I don't remember it. I, I try to forget names of terrorists. Uh, in a 63 ruling, the court rejected defense arguments that the judge a at tar, at Mr. T's. I'll call him that. 2015 criminal trial incorrectly ruled on issues relating to the jury selection and evidence presented in the case. Mr. T committed heinous crimes, Justice Clarence Thomas wrote in the opinion of the court. Quoting the Sixth Amendment, nonetheless guarantees him a fair trial before an impartial jury. He received one. The judgment of the United States Court of Appeals for the First Circuit is reversed, Thomas wrote. All six of the court's conservative conservatives voted to reinstate the death penalty. The three liberal judges all dissented. One of them, Justice Stephen Breyer, wrote in his dissent, In my view, the Court of Appeals acted lawfully. Prosecutors had called the April 15, 2013 Boston bombings as, quote, one of the worst domestic terrorist attacks since the 9-11 atrocities, unquote. And it goes on to that story. So, there you go. He's a dead man. They need to do that in California. Yeah, Gavin Newsom, man. I'm not going to get into him. Um, oh, yeah. I read this, too. This is funny. Well, it's not funny, really, to be honest with you. 
It just says right here, Vice President, where, where's the title? It just says from Fox News, Kamala Harris slammed for focus on Equality Act amid Russian invasion. Quoting, this is what they care about. God. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sorry to be so rude and so uh, vulgar with the language, but man, I'm telling you, adverts, man. Enemy of the people. It just says Vice President Kamala Harris was slammed by critics Thursday over a poorly timed tweet calling for Congress. You know, everything she does is poorly timed. Is it just me that notices that or or what? What is this bitch's problem, man? Yeah, that's right. I called her a bitch. Yeah, that's right. I don't have respect for the office of the vice president. You you damn right. Because she doesn't know. She's not a vice president. Vice presidents work. They have work ethics. She does not. <laughs> they keep putting her in positions, and she does nothing. Except, you know, hangs out with child actors and makes stupid videos for YouTube. <laughs> Vice President, what was it? Oh, Thursday, over a poorly timed tweet calling for Congress to pass the Equality Act amid the breakout of war and possible nuclear disaster in Europe. I know, really, right? <laughs> right? I mean, we're we're about ready to to witness a nuclear conflict if the shit don't calm down. And she was assigned to go over there and calm the tensions. She can't even handle what's going on here at our southern border, and they send this dope over there. Quoting, I guess this is what she wrote in her tweet. It, it says, "Let's send the Equality Act to President Biden's desk. We must increase protections for LGBTQ plus Americans across the country." The onslaught of state bills targeting transgender Americans and their families is wrong. Harris wrote, focusing on a separate issue than the then ongoing attack of the largest nuclear facility in Europe by Russian forces. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, think about that. That's the first time in, in, in world history that a country attacked a nuclear facility a nuclear facility i heard if this thing actually blows up or, or, or whatever it will release 10 times more radiation than chernobyl ever did and she's she's talking about this, this nonsense this is this is the stuff we did not vote for you know what i mean it goes on saying Russian forces launched an attack on Zaporozhia. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Nuclear plant in southern Ukraine overnight as part of their ongoing invasion of the country, leading the fears of potential nuclear disaster akin to Chernobyl in 1986. The plant was captured without any major incident or increased radiation readings. Oof. That, that's, that's scary. Critics took on social media to slam Harris question why she would be focused on such an issue amid the war and other serious domestic issues facing Americans like rapidly rising inflation and the ongoing border crisis. I'm telling you, man, they are just deflecting. They don't want, they don't want to handle the crises that they create. It's nuts. Uh, Representative Dan Crenshaw from Texas, Republican, says... Um, Quoting, he, I guess he replied, just says, America, inflation is screwing us. Our border is lawless, and there's a ground war in Europe. Kamala, we need to get men in women's sports ASAP. <laughs> in other words, he's mocking her because she's all about the whole, you know, talking about LGBT whatever, rather than the, he's just mocking her. It's basically what he's doing. Now, Gard, Gardner? Gardner? 
He tweets, he replies to her, Meanwhile, Ukraine is burning and Putin's army is rampaging across Europe. The Biden presidency is living in the twilight zone. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty correct. I don't know who this person is. It's just somebody by the name of Chili. <laughs> okay, I don't know who the hell that is. But Chili says, L-M-A-O-O-O-O-O. Derek Array, whoever he is, says every leader should be focusing solely on the potential triggering a Article 5. There is a nuclear disaster unfolding in Europe. Hypersonic missiles do not discriminate. Hashtag priorities. I know what is wrong with this bitch, man. Here's one. This is coming from, uh, she tweets to Kamala Harris. Lisa Song Sutton? Sutton? Now, you guys probably know who these blue checkers are. I don't know. I don't really care. If if they're somebody of importance, oh, excuse me, because they're, they must be not that important if I don't know who the fuck they are. I'm pretty hip to know what's going on in pop culture. I don't know who this person is. Sorry. But Lisa Song Sutton says, what a luxury we can be focused on pronouns during a time like this. <laughs> This is the second time uh, this week Harris has garnered intense criticism on Tuesday. She was bashed for claiming voters, quote-unquote, got what they asked for in electing her and President Biden. <laughs> yeah. The Russian military continued its onslaught of Ukraine Friday, continuing to work their way from the north towards the capital of Kyiv and advancing across the south and east of the country. Yeah, you don't want them to go um, west. I heard, um, what was it, Brian Kilmeade on Fox. I think it was him. It could have been him or it could have been, I could be wrong. Um, the other gentleman that's on Fox uh, with Dana Perino. Anyhow, they were. he was showing them. He was in front of the, the big board of Australia, you know, the map. And he, they, he was saying something to the effect that maybe Putin just wants to take the whole eastern part of Ukraine and leave the west for the Ukrainian people. They were, I, th I guess, they were thinking that they, that would be kind of a, uh, I don't know, a negotiation tactic that maybe Putin would go for. I don't know, you know, like split the country in half, one for the good and one for the bad. I don't know. I think maybe Putin just wants a buffer zone, you know, between him and his border and NATO. And their border, but I mean, if this guy sees that Biden or anybody from NATO or EU or whatever doesn't do anything about it, he'll just get greedy and probably just go straight for Poland. Poland would be a, a really good move for him if if you're a if you're a tyrant, because what he's doing now, man, it's just not working, man. It really is not working. Um, it says right here. Conservatives defend Texas policy investigating transgender treatments as child abuse amid court battle. I'm not going to get into that. So you got lucky. Graham calls for somebody in Russia to take Putin out. This is coming from the Hill. Yeah, you know, I seen this last night on Twitter. That That's kind of remarkable. Yeah, I guess he did tweet this. It's really remarkable. He, he literally was uh, calling for the assassination. Now, hold on. Hopefully, I don't get hit with an advert. Um, 
But when you let me just read a little bit of this. It just says this is from the Hill. Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican of South Carolina, on Thursday called for somebody in Russia to take out Russian President Vladimir Putin amid the invasion of Ukraine. Quoting, is there a Brutus in Russia? Is there a more successful Colonel Stauffenberg in Russian military? Graham posted on Twitter referring to the the assassin of Julius Caesar and the attempted assassin of Adolf Hitler, respectively. Quoting, the only way this ends is for somebody in Russia to take this guy out. You'd be doing our country and the world a great service, Graham added. And Graham's tweet comes as Russia, Russian, uh, Russia and Putin face accusations of committing war crimes. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky and U.S. officials say that Russian president has been targeting civilian areas such as hospitals and schools. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm jumping right through it. It's it, it quoting, this is from uh, Ian Omar, you know, that, that wacky... Somalian refugee fake fraud who married a brother, the Democrat from Minnesota. She says, quote, unquote, seriously, WTF. <laughs> I really wish our members of Congress would cool it and regulate their remarks as the administration works to avoid World War III. As the world pays attention to how the U.S. and its leaders are responding, Lindsay's remarks and remarks made by some House members aren't helpful. You know, that's hella funny. That's coming from Ilion Omar. Right, this is a woman who supports terror, <laughs> the terrorists, the the what, the PLO and all that, all those motherfuckers in Palestine that want to destroy Israel. She's an anti-Semite. The anti-Semite is telling <laughs> telling Lindsey Graham to cool it and regulate their remarks. Are you kidding me? Those four or five dopey broads in the squad—they're a bunch of anti-Semites. They're anti-Americans. And she's talking about cooling it. Are you serious? That's all they do is talk shit. Fellow GOP Senator Ted Cruz in Texas also decried Graham's comments, uh, quoting, This is an exceptionally bad idea. Use massive economic sanctions, boycott Russian oil or gas, and provide military aid so the Ukrainians can defend themselves, Cruz tweeted. But we should not be calling for the assassination of heads of state. Now... You can say an eye for an eye because we already know openly that, well, I mean, if you haven't heard that Vladimir Putin hired hired some mercenaries, I believe they were from Africa, to go over there and and try to, you know, take out Zelensky. So, I mean, if Graham says something like this, I mean, maybe he shouldn't do it because of the position he's a political figure. But for a guy like me to say it, I mean, that's no big deal. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I, I could be wrong. Maybe he just got emotionally wrapped up in the moment, seeing some shit on TV he didn't like seeing, you know, children crying or whatever. I mean, he is a political, he's a pretty powerful political figure in Washington. He's probably got more access to information and sees more things than we see just on, on, on the news. So he's probably really emotionally wrapped up, and that's probably why he called for the for Putin's demise. You know what I mean? But, uh, again, he's a political figure. And uh, leave that kind of, you know, that talk for people like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just some schmo. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Probably not the best of ideas. Here's one NPR. <laughs> China and Russia are closer than ever, but Ukraine could change that. Hmm. 
I don't really care. And it shows a picture of Putin and Z standing together looking stupid, looking like a couple of tyrants. And this is coming. This has come from the Associated Press. Unfortunately, I think it might be in Spanish, <laughs> with my luck. But the, the headline is, Suicide Bombing Kills 56 at Shiite Mosque in Pakistan. And it's in English, okay, so no worries. Uh, real quick, it says a suicide bomber struck inside a Shiite mo Muslim mosque in Pakistan's northwestern city of Peshawar, uh, Pesh Peshawar excuse me, during Friday prayers, killing at least 56 worshipers and wounding 100, 194 people, hospital officials said. That's horrible, man. That is really horrible. I mean, I, I I think there's something really demonic about a uh, about a person or or anybody for that matter that attacks a place of worship, whatever that place may be. I, I just find it really disgusting. It says no militant group immediately claimed responsibility for the attack. Both the Islamic State group and the Pakistani Taliban, a militant group separate from the Taliban in Afghanistan, have carried out similar attacks in the past in in the area located near the border with neighboring Afghanistan. According to the spokes, uh, spokesman of uh, Peshawar's Lady Reading Hospital, Asim Khan, many of the wounded were in critical condition. Scores of victims were prepped with shrapnel, or peppered with shrapnel, excuse me. Several had limbs amputated and others were injured by flying debris. Uh, Peshawar Police Chief Muhammad Ajaz Khan said the violence started when an armed attacker opened fire on police outside the mosque in Peshawar's old city. One policeman was killed in the gunfight and another police officer was wounded. The attacker then ran inside the mosque and detonated his suicide vest. That's horrible, man. Uh, the suicide bomber had strapped a powerful ex explosive device to his body packed with 5 kilograms, 12 pounds of explosives, said Mazam Ja Ansari, the top police official for... Khyber Pukatungkwa province, where Peshawar is the capital. I'm telling you, man, I am really pushing it with my pronunciations of foreign language. I am so horrible at it, and I apologize. I try to get it out there for you guys, but <laughs> that's just, that's, that's horrible, man. Local police official Wahid Khan said the explosion occurred as worshippers had gathered in the Kucha Rizaldar Mosque for Friday prayers. There are fears the death toll could still rise further, he added. Yeah, that's sad, man. That That is just horrible. There, uh, man, there are some sick people out in this world. This world, is it just me? Is this world just going to shit real quick? I don't know. Ever since... I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me overreacting, but ever since Biden was inaugurated, all of a sudden, all the tyrants are coming out, all the bad actors are coming out, and, and all this fucking shit is jumping off. And what's even worse is we have our, our political leaders in Washington, D.C., half of them, probably, probably more than half of them, are allowing all kinds of silly shit to jump off on our own soil as well. It's like the whole world is going to hell <laughs> since Biden jumped into office. I don't know. 
Now you can argue and say, "Oh well, you know Trump. You know he was, you know, he's a bad man. He was an orange man. Always tweeted mean things." Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't want to hear that shit, man. That shit is getting old. I bet you, were, if you were to pull all Americans right now, they would rather have fucking Trump than fucking Biden back in office. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're still talking. They're actually still talking that Biden might run again. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, man! I hope I hope that was fake news. I heard <laughs> Biden running again or Kamala Harris. That'd be even funnier. Who the fuck would they get anyway? I'm trying to think what Democrat is even worth putting up there. You know, they did have a good chance with um, Tulsi Gabbard. I thought she was a level-headed Democrat, you know. But, you know, progressives don't like her because she's level-headed. You know, she's not, you know, woke or, uh, you know, progressive enough. And she's not progressive. She serves in the most. I think she's still serving right now. She's, you know, she's not in D.C. anymore. I don't know. Russ's oligarchs, lifestyles of the rich and sanctioned. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's part of the whole thing. They're going after the rich, wealthy billionaires of Russia. I guess he, they're benefactors for Putin as well. as uh, Well, basically the whole world is when you really think about it. If you're buying Russian oil, you're pretty much funding the whole genocide. Yes, and that includes America. You know, that's Biden's decision. Biden can switch on, you know, go to that switch and switch it on, switch on our oil reserves and don't have to rely. It, it, it all can end. Russia could be crushed. I mean, Europe has already taken the the move to ban oil from Russia. They're looking at other alternatives. So Fox News is reporting. It looks like Ukrainian President Zelensky avoided three assassination attempts since Russia invasion. Hmm. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky had reported had reportedly been targeted by assassination three times since Russian troops invaded. Ah, oh, fuck me. Shut the fuck up. God, I'm sorry, everybody. I, I... Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky had reported been targeted for assassination three times since Russian troops invaded his country last week. According to the report from Times of London, Zelensky sidestepped the attempts of his life after Russian individuals who opposed the war fed intelligence about the planned attacks to Ukrainian government officials. Quoting, I can say that we have received information from Russia's Federal Security Service who do who do not want to take part in this bloody war, Ukraine's Secretary of National Security and Defense said on Ukrainian television, according to the Times. The report states that, Wagner, that the Wagner Group, a Russian-backed paramilitary mercenary force, was behind two of the attempts which would presumably allow Russia to deny involvement in the group. If it were as successful in killing Zelensky, yeah, I think that I think uh, like I was saying earlier, I think they hired him from from Africa. These mercenaries, it's crazy, man. Fucking Putin, man. Fucking a, man. Quoting, they would be going in there with a very high profile mission, something that the Russians wouldn't want to be deni- wouldn't would want to be deniable. A decapitation of head of state is a huge mission, a diplomatic source said in the report. 
you know, so that that pretty much cl- clarifies that you know Putin did hire mercenaries to take him out. He's still alive. He's out there. I I, I've, I found it really shocking. I was watching on TV him yesterday, and he was on TV. He was answering questions. He was pleading, you know, for help. You know, as far as you know, no boots on the ground, but he was asking for you know stinger missiles, javelins, all these you know surface to airs and and tank busters and all this you know airplanes and he was begging for help he said we're ready to fight we just don't have it and you know that that i mean that all goes back to you know i mean why not it goes back to 94 when they told them to you know they took away their their uh, nuclear missiles in some sort of peace agreement you know what i mean now they got no leverage and russia has all the leverage that was stupid man Fucking A, man. All right. Well, as you may know, well, hold on a second. A couple more. I, I want to get off the whole Ukrainian thing. I mean, it's all over. Oh, yeah. Here here we go. Here's something. Um, You know that, that Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> the sicko, the, the pedophile, the, the dirtbag, Harvey Weinstein. Anyhow... This has come from the Post. It just says right here, Dangers with candy. Sex pest Weinstein caught smuggling a box of milk duds into prison. <laughs> so, of course, I'm going to click on that because we want to know what's going on with Harvey and his milk duds. It just says right here, Harvey Weinstein was reprimanded in prison after being caught with a contraband box of milk duds. <laughs> L.A. County jail guards found and confiscated the candy on November 10th, 2021, after the disgraced movie producer, 69, had a face-to-face meeting with one of his attorneys, Sean Berkeley, Variety reported Thursday. Weinstein's counsel was subsequently informed that their legal binders and laptop bags would have to be searched from then on. However, the convicted sex offender <laughs> claimed he was one of who brought the beloved movie theater snack with him when he was extradited from New York to Los Angeles last July, according to records viewed by Variety. How did he do that? Somebody had to give it to him. How did he get? How did he get the the, the milk duds while he's being extradited? That's a lot of movement going on there. I mean, he'd have to go from his, what, detention facility he was at to a county facility, and then he has to be transported to a plane and vice versa, you know, when he arrives in L.A. There's a lot of movement going on. Somebody had to give it to him. Just says, but the guards did not buy Weinstein's excuse, saying he had been searched when he arrived and there were no duds to be found. (laughs) As him with his mask on. One of the Weinstein's attorneys, Mark Worksman, told page six that the incident should not detract from the client's model prison behavior. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we don't want to do that. We don't want to be distracted with the milk duds. Quoting, we learned about this uh, from the L.A. County Sheriff's last November, Worksman said in a statement, quoting, from what we've learned, this was the first and only time Mr. Weinstein was accused of violating the rules. And he has been a model prisoner throughout the, his ordeal here in Los Angeles. <laughs> Weinstein echoed that sentiment, telling Variety he's been a model inmate. Aw, oh, that's good. Good for him. 
Uh, he quotes on saying, this was an in innocent misunderstanding. <laughs> it will not happen again. I've been a model inmate following the rules and regulations, and I, and I am sincerely sorry. <laughs> you got caught with milk duds, bro. It's all good. Don't worry. You're still a pervert. You're still a sick guy. Nothing has changed. Weinstein is serving a 23-year sentence for rape and sexual assault following his conviction in Manhattan Friday or February 2020. He is awaiting trial on additional sex crime charges in California court, to which he pleaded not guilty. In California, he'll probably be released. I don't know. I could be wrong. But this seems kind of getting 23 years for rape and sexual assault. That, that just seems so minuscule, man. I mean, I look at the guy, and the guy looks like he's knocking on death's door. You know what I mean? But still, and in 23 years, he probably won't survive. But you just want it to kind of sound, you know, worse. 100 years. You know what I mean? Throw, throw the shit out. Give him 1,000. What the hell? 23 years. Where do you come up with that number? 23 years? Really? I mean, what is the what is the gauge on that? What is the scale of, of rape and, and whatnot 23 years why not 25 why don't make it sound good i mean it's 100 years jeez what's wrong with people man all right well the adverts keep coming and my frustration level keeps growing so what i'm going to do is i think I, at this point i'm going to take a break it's been all Ukraine. It pretty much is all day. What I'm going to do is when I come back, I do have a video I just want to share with you in conclusion of this episode because, again, um, busy day for me. When we come back, we're going to get into a little bit of the, the hypocrisy going on here in California with Governor Gavin Newsom and his, uh, I guess it's a care, a care program. It's an acronym, some sort of stupid acronym california what is it let me see if it doesn't say it, it's some sort of new genius supposed genius idea it just sounds like more bureaucracy it sounds like more big government overreach and uh you know now all of a sudden he's got to change a heart when it comes to homeless he wants to tackle the issue so well, i don't know we'll delve in it we'll see what's all about right after this comedy though we still have great comedy out there there's always rambling joe biden what the f joe says shit that even people with tourettes go no no what is going on joe is like your uncle who's got a new drug and hasn't got the dosage right i'm proud to work with barack america he's not a superhero you idiot come here when fdr was on television there was no tv back then come here joe sit down Rambling Joe Biden. What the f Okay, let's get right to it. Governor Newsom. This is coming from KPIX affiliate. CBS affiliate. Here in the Bay Area. And it just says right here, Governor Gavin Newsom proposes mental health courts for homeless people. So the reason I'm doing this story is because I just like proving the hypocrisy going on. When we're going close to November. November is coming up pretty quick 
You know what I mean? And I'm starting to see a lot of these progressive Democrat politicians really getting nervous and flipping the script, you know what I'm saying? With the policies they had a year ago, now all of a sudden they have a change of heart. You know, now they want to fund the police. You know, now they want to take care of the homeless issues. You know what I mean? So, let's get into this. Let's take a listen to this. Again, KPIX, San Francisco, CBS affiliate. And, uh, yeah, let's listen to the hypocrisy together. KPIX 5's Kit Doe has warned how the governor's plan would create mental health courts to help tackle homelessness. I'm here at Momentum for Health in East San Jose, where last year they provided psychiatric services for a record 4,000 patients in the South Bay. It is here that Governor Newsom announced his proposal to overhaul the way we think about homelessness and mental illness. It's time that our golden state stops walking by. Okay, before I go further, let me tell you who exactly you're listening to, this woman right here. This is the failed mayor of Oakland, California, Mayor Libby Schaff. Okay, her talking like this is flipping the script. She's been in, she what, she got reelected. She's been in the mayor of Oakland for definitely well close to, I don't know, definitely more than five years, more than ten years, I guess. She's been in there quite a while now. All right. She's all about leave the homeless alone. Let's build some tool sheds for them and put them underneath freeway overpasses. Let's spend Kaiser Permanente's money, $100,000 a year, to build tool sheds for the homeless, which were only like about a dozen of them, and they got a population of the homeless that's like in the thousands in Oakland. All right. Now, all of a sudden, she's flipping the script. So let me, let me back that up. Uh, let me back that up 10 seconds. Let's hear her hypocrisy again real quick. Here she is. Mayor Libby Schaff, being a hypocrite, checking in. It's time that our golden state stops walking by our greatest moral shame. Oakland Why? Mayor Libby Schaff is referring to the thousands of people on the streets of California, oh. many of whom suffer from mental illness and drug addiction so severe, it's a matter of time before they're in prison or wind up dead. They let this happen. That's what I don't understand. If you're in California, you've been seeing this all the time. They've let this go on. It, it, it amazes me. They let it go on for at least a decade. And now, all of a sudden, they're worried about their jobs. Now, that's what it is. They're worried about their jobs. They're worried about their jobs. They're worried about, oh, now we care about those. We our we got to appease our taxpayers now. We got to appease the voters. You didn't appease them last year. You let these people camp out and <laughs> behind our libraries and our parks. They're still there. I, in fact, it's kind of funny. It, it's very strange because now all of a sudden the library that's got a homeless encampment by where I live, now all of a sudden they're cleaning it all up after, what, two years, three years? I wonder why that is. Oh, that's right, because people are looking to keep their jobs in, in City Hall. That's why. And so a host of elected officials and care providers joined Newsom to announce their support for Care Court. The idea yeah. is for judges to intervene early and under court order, get them into housing, get them into community-based care, counseling and therapy, and start healing. Trying to get them help earlier and faster uh, is, you know, I, I mean, I think it's revolutionary. It's not revolutionary. Hold on. It's not revolutionary. They've had this type, type of thing before. 
it wasn't specifically focused in on mental health, which is fine. You know, if they want to tackle it directly like that, okay, fine. But this is nothing new. California used it, like, for instance, DUI court. You know, if you got caught with a DUI, you had an option to go to class, right? But you, if you were a multiple offender, I know about this stuff from <laughs> times way, long time ago. From a long time ago. You know, if you had a problem with your drinking, your drug use, or anything like that, what they would do is give you the option of jail time or a rehabilitation facility. Okay? They stopped that. Gavin Newsom I be- and uh, Jerry Brown, they stopped that shit. Right? They didn't want, they thought it would be just better just to let them do whatever they wanted to do because they had rights. We have to let them have rights. If they didn't want to go into a shelter, they have the right to do so. If they were sitting there uh, on drugs or drunk or out of their mind harassing the public, they have rights. You know what I mean? Now all of a sudden, now they want to push this. I said they had it already, but they got rid of it. Now they're bringing it back and then putting a different title on it. Care. That's what it's called, care. I mean, we could hold hands, have a candlelight vigil, talk about the way the world should be, or we could take some damn responsibility. Listen, listen to this. Listen to this. This is totally different than what he was saying a year ago. This guy's a fucking fraud. I mean, we could hold hands, have a candlelight vigil, talk about the way the world should be, or we could take some damn responsibility. Governor Newsom said there would be safeguards in place to protect civil liberties and constitutional rights, but says the days of the mentally ill going to jail just to get help should be over. We're as dumb as we want to be, spending exponentially more with no uh, no real results. Uh, that's you, dude. You did this. You and your cohorts, your cabal. All your politicians, all the, these these Democrat politicians, they they allowed this to happen, and now they're playing stupid. Oh well, these days are done now. Well, now we got we got to tackle the issue. See, what they do is they fuck shit up until you get so tired of fucking dealing with it on a you know personal level, you know, living next to it, that now they're going to you know come off like, oh yeah, we're the government, we're going to save the day, we're going to make things right. I'm here to make things right, make things easier for the people and for you. That's bullshit. This guy's straight up bullshit. And so that this is a completely different approach. So please, I want to get no, it's out. Not. This is not just cops going out there, arresting folks, and then throwing away the key and saying, you have no rights. Dude, you shut up. First off, they're not throwing away the key. Nobody's getting, nobody's getting jailed. People are going into jail, and you're releasing them. Your policies is this catch and release bullshit. Prosecutors aren't prosecuting. Jailers aren't jailing. The only people doing their job are the cops. And it's a revolving door because of your stupid progressive policies. You and your cohorts. And now, oh, now all of a sudden, oh, this is not working. And uh, we're substituting every damn decision making. Um, And this is a completely new strategy. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. This is not a new strategy. This is a strategy that was implemented at least a decade ago. Where people that got in trouble, if they had a drug or alcohol issue, had the option to go into a rehabilitation facility. The courts would, or the courts would actually mandate it if they became problematic with the court. It's nothing new. There's nothing new here. This is just something they got rid of, and now they want to bring it back and say, "Hey, look, we're going to chuckle. We're going to do it. Do something new here. I'm going to solve the problem." <laughs> Give me a break. 
Work with a case manager to come up with a plan. Case manager. And they'd get two years to finish it. If not, they could, under current law, be sent to a state mental hospital or wind up in conservatorship. Well, I've been a judge over 30 years, and I have never seen a proposal like this. Santa Clara County Superior Court Judge Stephen Manley, everybody. He's got a little pirate patch on his on his eye, just uh, for you guys listening. Um, in my lifetime. Superior Court Judge Stephen Manley has ordered the release of 100 people into treatment, but they're stuck in the Santa Clara County Jail with nowhere to go. If we don't invest our resources in housing and in treatment, the situation will only get worse. When First off, housing all sounds good and fine. And that just sounds like a, a bunch of feel-good shit by these people. But if you want to help the problem... Get them treatment first because people that are whacked out out of their minds do not have life skills. All right, you need life skills. <laughs> you got it. They got to. They got to. You know what I mean? You just can't. I mean that. Listen, I I I know a lot about the whole indust the homeless industrial complex and how it operates and what's going on. Like uh, Project Home Key, you probably heard about them. If you live in L.A., especially in Venice, it was a failure down there. What they want to do is they want to slam people into housing, all these places, and then people go into these hotels. You know, they did it over the pandemic with the hotels and the motels. They slam them into, into these places, got them off the street, put them in these places. They didn't know how to handle themselves. They were all whacked out on drugs and booze, and they were, I mean, tearing up the places, starting bonfires in the living rooms. It's crazy, man. You can't get, you can't put these people into housing first. You gotta put them into treatment. I agree with that. But this is nothing. They they know this. They knew this the whole time. But they were just being polit. They were being political about the whole thing. You know, they were trying to get these nonprofits to you know. It, it's just bureaucracy. It's just more extension of the government. Oh, now we want to help these people. Oh yeah yeah yeah. We want to make the streets safer. We want to help these people. Yeah. No, these, a lot of these people don't even live around here. These people come from other parts of the country. These are people that probably never worked a day in their life, never paid taxes, never paid into the system. That's what, the, that's what paying taxes is for. It's for, uh, for people, you know, just for, for a quality of life. We pay for a quality of life. If you pay taxes, you pay for a certain quality of life. If you don't work or don't pay taxes and you're grifting off that money to me, you're just a grifter. You're a hustler. You're a bum. You're, you know, I don't want to hear houseless and all these other, you know, woke terminologies. It's bullshit, man. They could have solved this problem. Oh, God. Decades ago. It's just a hustle. It's a grift. It's a 501c3 grift. The homeless industrial complex. Whenever the government leans in to take over your rights of your person, your body, your mind, your your ability to choose freely for yourself, that's a really serious issue. They're talking about people that can't think for themselves. That's the problem. You know, it, you can you can pull the whole civil liberties card all you want. But if you got a mania, I, I see it all the time. I got a guy that runs around here all the time half naked, screaming at nothing, stopping traffic. The guy can get run over and killed. All right. 
don't give me the whole you know civil liberty shit with that because either that guy that's out in the street half naked screaming in front of traffic either he's going to get killed or somebody's going to get hurt get into an accident some car's going to you know swerve and, and slam into a, a telephone pole or something this is just crazy you know people that are out of their minds need help and sometimes you can't give them that right to choose because they just don't know where the fuck they're at Andrea Erton is CEO of Home First, the largest services provider in of the course. South Bay. Of course. This is a nonprofit person. All right. This, they, this is their bread and butter. Looney Tune people on the street, that's their bread and butter. I see it every day. I'm tired of watching people die that don't have to. And so sometimes it's important to move in and make choices for people when they are not able to do so. The governor is hoping to draft a bill in the coming months and have lawmakers pass it by the next legislative session. In San Jose, Kitto, KPIX5. You know who's going to oppose this? All those jackasses that took over Venice, Sausalito, you know, all those homeless advocates. They're going to go against him. They're going to say, nah, man, fuck this governor, man. He's going to try to lock people up, man. They're going to put us in, you know, like concentration camps. Remember that argument? These these homeless people out there with their families even. A guy with his daughter, I remember, in Sausalito says, I don't want help. I don't want to go into, into a shelter. They're nothing more than concentration camps. I love being out in this public park <laughs> that, ta- that taxpayers are, are paying to keep, uh, you know, keep up. You know, keep nice and keep, you know, man, you know. The lawn mowed, the grass green, the, the bathrooms clean. You know, the taxpayers are paying for this shit, right? Can you hear this? Can you hear that? That's my neighbor's fucking car going off. <laughs> Jackass's uh, alarm. You know what I mean? Oh, we don't want to go. But anyhow, we don't want to go. Uh, we don't want to go. We love the view of the Golden Gate Bridge and the San Francisco city skyline. Meanwhile, the rich people are complaining that, that they lost their park to the homeless. First, they were being, uh, you know, compassionate. So they gave them a park, and now they say, well, now we don't want no help. We, <laughs> we don't want to go to no concentration camp. I mean, come on, man. Really? And now the governor's saying, oh, well, you know. First, what was that thing he would say? Um, he had some stupid bureaucrat. He, he talks like a typical robotic bureaucrat. He had some terminology where um, that people had a right to choose not to go into facilities. And in a sense, they kind of do. I mean... I mean, if people are sane and they're not committing, you know, trouble and they're not drunk in public or high on drugs or whatever, you know, I, I would say, you know, you can leave those people alone. They can figure things out. But if you got like, again, a guy running around half naked screaming at the at, at, in the middle of an intersection or whatever. Yeah, that guy's got to be pulled off the street. He's got to he needs help immediately. These people allowed it to happen. And now they want to and and. and, and they want to clean it up now. Now, all of a sudden, they want to take care of the problem. It's bullshit, man. This is absolute bullshit. That's only because November's coming around. I am trying to find if there are anybody. I don't think anybody <laughs> anybody commented on this. Let me take a break, and I'll be back right after this. Let's go, Brandon! Let's go, Brandon. I agree. All right, guys, that's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for stopping by. Make sure you go ahead and check out my YouTube and Rumble pages. Just look for WOD or The World of Dan. Go ahead, check that out. Subscribe, like, and favorite. I did put out some videos. I am going to be putting out some videos soon. 
as far as this podcast go because of this whole situation my own personal life going on and my neighbors upstairs don't know exactly when i'm going to be putting out the episodes i'll be putting them out as as quickly as possible but go ahead and the best way to know when i drop an episode and uh check out some of the stories that i may share with you go ahead at the, uh, my twitter page at the real wod go check that out give me a like favorite and a share it and all that good stuff and all the things they say and do all right i'm done i am out of here and i am a ghost thank you so much for stopping by i will talk to you guys soon hopefully very soon all right peace out everybody oh hey what's going on is it the weekend I'm so distracted. Is it? Yeah, it is the weekend. Oh, it's the weekend, guys. So you know what to do. Don't drink and drive. Stay safe out there. Don't go to Raymond on Monday because you got to come back here on Monday to listen to my dopey ass. All right. That being said, now I'm done. Now I'm out here and now I'm a ghost. All right. Peace out, everybody.